0: Welcome back to the Young, Scripted, and Black podcast. I'm Maya.
1: I'm Dana. I'm Tiana.
0: And
2: I'm Quinn.
1: This
0: week, another spooky season special coming at you, Tales from the Hood. Before we discuss the movie, let's get into the Black history fact.
2: Hi, guys. It is I, Quinn, again, giving you a fact. So uh, if you enjoy buying fresh food from across the country at your local supermarket, you have an African-American inventor named Frederick McKinley to thank. He invented the air conditioning units used in food transporting trucks in the 1930s and was awarded more than 60 patents over the course of his life, 40 of which involves refrigeration equipment. So when you're picking up that fresh food, that fresh produce from the produce section that you know didn't come from the farmers because most of us don't shop local. It came from a black man. Now to Dana.
1: All right, thanks Quinn. So y'all know how our criteria work. This movie, Tales from a Hood, meets three out of our three of our criteria. We have a black director, Rusty Kondyev, writers Rusty Kondyev and Darren Scott, and some of our stars are Clarence Williams III, Corinne Bernston, and Joe Torrey, just to name a few. Now we'll kick it off to Tiana to break down our movie. Thanks, Dana. This film follows Mr. Sims, played by Clarence Williams III, as he attempts to scare three teen boys onto the right path, Stack, Ball, and Bulldog, played by Joe Torrey, DeAndre Bonds, and Samuel Monroe, Jr., um, he tells them horror stories um, to try and, I guess, scare them. The stories include the murder of community figure Martin Morehouse, played by Tom Wright, by three white cops, a young boy, Walter, played by Brandon Heyman, who the soul food legend, and his mom, Sissy, played by Paula J. Parker, another legend. Um, uh, they, it follows their abusive relationship with Carl, played by David Allen Greer. There's another story about a racist senator, Duke. Metker played by Corbin Burnson and the story of Hakeem from Moesha aka Lamont Bentley which apparently I never knew his name um I just always thought it was you know it's always went by Hakeem <laughs> but he plays Crazy K a troubled guy who ends up in prison for murder so guys let's go ahead and start this off um was this your first time watching this film And if not, um, when was your first time watching it? And I'll start, this was my first time watching this film. Um, As my friends know, I'm not a horror girl. You know, this is not my genre. Um, So it was my first time.
0: Maya? This was also my first time, which is why I was excited to watch it during um, Halloween.
1: Quinn?
2: No, this wasn't my first time. Um, I watched it way younger when I was, very young and the last time I watched it may have been um two years ago because it was on the BT. Yay
1: youth Dana. So this is my first time watching it all the way through um so I usually get it or watch it to the dolls then once I get to the dolls I just always either left the room or just turned it off so I would say yes. Really felt that. Alrighty, let's go ahead and kick it off with Maya. What were your pros?
0: Okay, um, my first pro was when the three guys came on the scene. I was like, every nigga had that same plaid shirt, that ice cube. <laughs> War Warren Friday like in the 90s I feel like that same Plasher was on all the 90s movies like Gangster
2: movies
0: You know <laughs> um, Also in the Beginning I really Enjoyed the church organs That uh, kind of goes Into the the horror The like, genre as well You could kind of hear that at the Beginning when they first got to the Cemetery Um, I also said, you know, shout out to Nina Simone on the soundtrack. Um, That was nice to hear. Um, I said, I'm always here for killing and terrorizing racist whites. Um, Co-sign. Yeah, so loved that energy, Um, but also said that, you know, (laughs) these things have just always been forever, you know, like, come on. I put LOL at the little boy using the stove to burn something um, because it reminded me of Soul Food when he had set the kitchen on fire. But I had to look it up. I was like, which is a nod to which? I was like, was he just had like something on stoves? So, uh, but this movie was two years before Soul Food. I had looked that up. I was like, I wonder. And the little dolls, uh, I just, um, yeah, the, the Senator and the dolls, I just kind of noted the uh, symbolism of being beat with the American flag like I just put it was like relevant it's more like a comment like a observation more than I was like it's not a pro that that's happening but I was like I do like that they showed that symbolism
1: you're referring to um the story about the white senator
0: right yeah
1: yeah, I put I put it in my cons. I was like, um, the fact that he's fighting someone or beating someone up with this, you know, right? Still, still on that wave. Like, when will this? We gotta let the flag go, you know? Yeah,
0: very saying? on the nose. Very
1: much, <laughs> yeah. much twenty twenty.
0: Yes, yes. Also, I just put the doll revolution greater than greater than as well. Um, love that energy for them. <laughs> um, and I mean, overall, like I do like um, like uh, anthologies too. Like we had kind of discussed, Quinn kind of pointed out already. I, I enjoyed it. It was from a standpoint of you know these are Black people's horrors kind of thing. That's my pros. Alrighty, Dana.
1: Alright, so um, a few of my pros just have to do with the overall movie itself. I thought the acting was pretty decent for, one, the budget and what they were acting with or acting for. So I thought the acting was pretty decent, as well as the shots. So the overall shots and angles that they had to take, I thought was really good for that time period. I think when I looked it up, they had a $6 million budget to pull this whole thing off so I thought they did as pretty well for that budget with who they had in the movie and what they want to accomplish within the movie and my friends will tell you I love a good transition and this movie had awesome transitions (laughs) especially when I think about like movies like school days like classic movies that I love however it did not look like a powerpoint slide each story transitioned with them going back to the funeral home and going to the next one and having some kind of connection. So I love that. Um, I also I said earlier that I always used to turn this movie off during the doll scenes. However, I actually love the doll scenes because, like Maya was saying, we love seeing our ancestors come back and whoop ass. So I really wish that was something that would happen in real life, just for our ancestors to come back and take revenge on racists. Like it just I think it would just do my heart good, especially in these day, this day and age. And I'm pretty sure all my friends would <laughs> agree with that. And then finally, um, because all my friends know I am low key, very woke. I have my third eye open at all times. Um, I loved all the. Oh, history. <laughs> this, is, this is very. This is this is this is breaking news. <laughs> have my whole tap third eye open at all times and I just loved all the hidden messages it was just really good like each hidden or each horror story had a message that wasn't necessarily like it wasn't necessarily hidden but it was also it was prevalent and it was trying to get a message through so I really enjoyed this movie Um, a lot more than I was expecting for a horror movie so those are my pros I love that for you Quinn
2: yeah so um Again, like anthology things, we we love those. Um, I love the artwork that was displayed in the first scene, um, and I just the art of the the um, political activist, him being up there, like whoever painted that, with, like I just love seeing that. Um, I also, I, I just enjoy seeing a lot, like a lot of the people in the black people in the movies. These are people who are in other films that are like black black films, like. Um, like, of course, and then black TV shows like Hakeem, and then, like, the three main characters, all of them were in other things that are, like, blackly black, black, um, because I looked it up at, for one, that like, the, the skinnier one that was in the middle, um, he was in something that I really enjoyed, I can't, I can't remember the name right now because everything slipped in my mind, must be drunk or something, um, but, yeah, like, I enjoyed seeing those people, and things, oh, he was in the wood, that's what it was, he was, um, so, like, seeing him there, like, good to see you. Um, also, like, seeing David Ellen Greer and, like, Paula J and them, seeing them in, like, roles that are not as comedic, even though some people would have laughed at this because I laugh now. But when I was younger, this movie scared the hell out of me. And also just, like, like it, it felt, um, you know, for it to be happening in, what, 1995? We all know that graphics and things are, weren't the best at that time. I guess they did the best they could with what they had, and the budget was damn near zero. So um, I guess they did the best they could with what they had. Love to see that. And um, I think I have more cons, but not about the movie itself, but about the concepts. So I'm just going to shoot it back to Tiana so I can get there to give y'all a rundown.
1: All righty. I agree. I really did like this film. First thing I saw like in the intro credits was Spike Lee produced, it. you know, 40 Acres and a Mule Productions. And I really just want to like, again, I mean, you know, this is a pro Spike Lee podcast, but I really want to give him his credit because he produced so many films, especially me watching a lot of old ones that I haven't been able, that I wasn't able to watch um, as a child, like, just seeing all the opportunities he gave Black people um, to direct, that's that's important. Um, not just, you know, like, do, like, other little things, but especially, like, in different styles and genres. I really appreciated that. Um, also, another Robbie Reed casting credit, you know, shout out to her, the legend. So many unsung Black talent, like, so much unsung Black talent in this film, I will say. Like, Quinsett Ball, um, seeing him. That was cool. Uh, What else did I say? Most of the stuff everyone pretty much touched on. Uh, One thing I noted was kind of like, I don't, I guess you could say this is a con because we're discussing like um, cops and uh, trauma inflicted on Black people from them. But just telling a story about the cop, um, the Black cop in the first uh, horror story that he was telling the three guys uh, how he ended up having like he was ended up like in a straight jacket like because he was like mentally ill having like seen like them um, play so much like um, harm on that black on the black guy I was like okay wow you know this holds up as well even though I mean the cops haven't really gotten better but I feel like you know at least this was you know being shown in the 90s.
2: I think um on that note, like the whole like everything seemed like it was on brand for, like now even though this was twenty five years ago, um like think about like when the black man when he came back as the zombie or whatnot and he was like, where were you when I needed you? These are the same things yes. the same thing that we're <laughs> that we're saying. The whole
1: good cop bad cop, but we need more black cops. That whole thing, yes.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's like, you he was out here trying to do good, and it was like. They send him back to the car to put in the ID stuff. Why does he matter? here getting his ass beat? And it's like, oh, where were you when I needed you? These are same like these things are things that ring true. Like that's one thing I, I love about it—a movie that holds up. Like this held up, even though it shouldn't. Like these aren't things that should have held up, but it, mm-hmm. but they did. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: agree. And then it's so, and then it's like also knowing what you know now, would you even would you leave those? Would you leave that man with those cops at this point? I don't think you should
0: have. I was going to say on uh, Quinn's point too, with stuff holding up, um, something that really jumped out to me was the politician, the racist politician that is still so prevalent as well. The senator, we knew he, we know so many senators that are that way, that speak that way in their privacy and sometimes not in the privacy sometimes in front of cameras and group
2: and on that note like did you notice it's like it plays like it rings true so the senator before he was even affected like it's ironic that the black man that was working for him had to die first it's like we always out here being um being murdered for these folks even if it's not like like actual murder like career murder um like lifestyle murders like we lose so much trying to fit in where we're not meant to fit we're trying to put a circle in a triangle hole like it's really good yeah
1: that man i mean he was he was like a ex-KKK member which i don't even know if you could really be an ex-KKK member to, i'm assuming if you were one you're probably always gonna you probably always wear one yeah he was anti-black anti- lifetime
0: card
1: yeah anti-jewish community. he was i mean he really hated everyone um so just a couple other things. I did enjoy, at least in most of the stories that Mr. Sims told, people did get their revenge. You know, I am pro-revenge. Um, granted, it's like, is it revenge when it comes in your death and you're a ghost? That's a whole nother thing. But I did enjoy like the revenge aspect um, of some of the stories Mr. Sims told. And the final thing that I would say for my pro is
2: I enjoy
1: the like the ending credit song. Well, I thought that was a good ending credit song, you know, a little hardcore rap. I was like, oh, okay. just got a little bounce to it. Like, I liked it. But, okay. So let's move on to the cons. And we can start with Maya.
0: Okay. <laughs> One of the first uh, quotes, I mean, they are like, if a dead motherfucker come at you, kill that motherfucker. <laughs> like, but then that was quickly, like, countered <laughs> with the, I was like, wait, what are you, how do you kill a nigga that's already dead? Anyway. Um, also, um, some of the points we already put, but for cons, I put can't escape police brutality. Um, and then I was like, another con is just me never understanding Black people wanting to be police officers, really. Um, and especially true in 2020. Like, I feel at this point, we know it's a system that can't be reformed from the inside, especially. The zombie man uh, from the first movie, Mr. Morehouse, um, his, uh, (laughs) just the way he looked um, as a ghost, um, I was like, he looks like a Black Walker instead of the White Walker, like with the blue eyes. (laughs) Like, it was confusing on um, the I was like, why does he have blue eyes i don't know but that was something for me i was like oh weird a con uh with the water story is just not listening to children um because why wasn't cps called <laughs> like almost immediately i was like mm. i mean i feel like first bruise we need to do some investigation and We know that when people say stuff like, oh, when kids use stuff like monster, you know, you need to investigate that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Yeah, I mean, when (laughs) the
0: bruises show up,
1: as big adults, you know, we pretty much are sure, we're more than sure that, you know, these monsters are not the one creating these bruises on a black body you know what I'm saying so um, you just have to think what is it I mean is he banging himself against the wall that's probably the least likeliest um option uh to choose from so I just feel like I don't know I thought that was like I don't know I don't want to say they took it lightly but it's just like after the first bruise there was probably something going on like in the classroom. You could see he was a little like a distance or something. Mm-hmm. So when the bruises started showing up, we probably should have escalated this
0: quickly.
2: Um, You know, in movies, they just it, things always don't portray or pan out in actuality because I don't know why Miss Baxter, when he went to the nurse's office, why Mrs. Baxter didn't call the people anyway, because she's a mandatory reporter. Um, and I'm saying Mrs. Baxter because what's her name like Takia, Crystal or T- Kamaya. Um mm-hmm. She was Ms. Baxter on That's a Raven mm-hmm. but um yeah and the teacher first off I also like why Why was you at my house this late at night? <laughs> Confusion. Yeah,
0: <it's> very late. <laughs> very.
2: The sun was down.
1: It was not nobody's four thirty 30 or 5. <laughs>
0: He didn't make a stop after school, you know, nothing. He went home and took a shower, made himself some dinner, you know, um, relaxed for the night and came back out.
2: Like, that wasn't your job. Your job was to call the people, but that's another story. Um, Go ahead, I'm not Maya. Yeah,
0: so also in the senator, the racist senator story, Just the way that man fell down the stairs to his death, I just wasn't buying it at all. Just it was the way it was a pause. (laughs) I
1: literally thought I had turned away and missed something. I was confused. (laughs) It
0: was very unrealistic. Um, In the last story with Hakeem... Just in the beginning of that story, the gunshot to bullet hole inconsistencies were confusing for me. I don't know if they just wanted to make it less gory or what, but...
1: Girl, that was one of my cons. I was (laughs) like, shots did not match the location of (laughs) the place. Anytime. Like multiple people, multiple times. Like it just didn't make those sit. I was like
0: okay yes (laughs) the first person that was shot that man was damn near a point blank range and like just the amount of fires that went off and then when they pan to the like, okay did he miss like but surely not since he was literally like three feet away from him surely not oh man um and then the last con was uh the cgi (laughs) at the end with with the morti- mortician man um it just gave me quite a cackle as my friends actually just heard um
1: cgi for him and you didn't say anything about the dolls
0: i mean the, okay the dolls <laughs> that was also just really funny they look like um the niggas from the pjs <laughs> they look like the <laughs> they looked like the same, like artist or whatever for those dolls so i was gonna let those (laughs) slide on that but the cgi at the end had me weak um and that's all my cons. all righty dana
1: yeah so Maya has touched on a little bit of it but one of the things i also want to touch on and she mentioned police brutality but con just overall with police being horror for black people as a concept has been repeated at this point So it it sucks that it's still that way to this day. You know, this movie is over 20 years old and it's still an issue. So that's just overall the concept itself. It's just an overall con for me. Um, And I think Maya touched on this a little bit, but she just said for um, Mr. Morehouse, I'm saying for everybody throughout this movie, I hate the makeup of any of the monsters and the people throughout the movie. Like, if something happened to them and they had to have some kind of disoriented makeup, it was disgusting. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> I could have did that makeup, and that's bad, okay? Because I'm nobody's makeup artist. Um, finally, when people were getting shot, that blood that they had was, like, as red as the shirt I'm wearing right now. And that, that's not, that's not how blood works. It was very, it was an ugly, horrible color of red. It was just so bright. It looks like, you know. Ketchup. <laughs> exactly. Very, I mean, ketchup would have been darker than this. Like the blood they had, it would, it wasn't good. So, um, and then finally, my last con was there was a lot of cops at that last scene and they got there super fast. Now we all know in black neighborhoods that don't happen. So why, all of a suddenly, we got fifteen <laughs> cops there literally after the first couple of gunshots rain? Like it, that didn't make sense. So just just some editing issues there, in my opinion. But hey, who am I? Just a regular little girl over here living her best life. But that was all my cons. T I
2: just want to um say about that blood. You now I can't say that because my blood be red, okay? Um, my blood be red, red, <laughs> and like because I just had to um draw some a second ago and it's red, Mm-mm. but um but I also wanted to mention the blood um only because um the consistency of the blood um it was very thick, very painty because um, <laughs> when it was coming out of Hacking's mouth it was very thick, um it was giving me um, cream of wheat. But yeah, um I also wanted to mention those pork chops on the side of Hacking's face. Um, I hated them. Hated those sideburns, hated them. <laughs> um, In the first one I knew was, I knew we were gonna end up talking about this like makeup and stuff, which is bad. Like it looked bad, but it's like dang, I was like, dang, these people don't have no money. So I guess they did what they could. But yeah, um, it was a little bad. Um and I also just hate, like, a con for me as a whole that this black man was a police officer. That's, that's there's that. And also that he had, like, to become a drunk um, after he was the one who was like trying to do some good and still end up in the crazy house. Wild. I should have mentioned this next one. Like, I think, I don't know if it's a pro or a con for me. Um, the crackhead is over there in the alley, and one too many black ones over there. I, I love to see that. Um, you love to see it. Because they love to make us be a crackhead, okay? Oh my gosh! Another con with the crackhead situation: when that police officer put that needle in that man's arm, you put that needle straight like perpendicular to his skin. You you just stick it straight down, and the like the metal was bending. So I'm confused what's going on. Um, and
1: child, you think he reused that needle? <laughs> I guess and he then, could because the needles were used for him to, you know, finish do the killings and then
2: and yeah. so he probably was reusing it. Ooh. And then those two bricks of cocaine that y'all threw in his trunk. You mean to tell me when it when this when this car hit this water, those those shits didn't then dissolve. <laughs> like <laughs> y'all still found them bricks when this car came out of this water? For him to for y'all to say he was doing the drugs? I'm confused. Um but on to the second story, which um that second one what, what was that one um walter no, and monster. What was that the monster that was walter and the monster okay again believe these kids that boy said monster he he, he didn't get it from nowhere it was on that tattoo on his arm that man name was monster okay it was there i um, believe these kids and that whole bottom of the piece of paper and that little boy breaking all them bones and falling down them stairs it really took me under but i guess karma is that girl so um yeah and that whole David for ellen greer being smushed into the um ground in that house um <laughs> 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 again i know the budget was low but y'all y'all could have just let that go y'all didn't know how to do that like that <laughs>
0: They had the way he swirled around when uh, he twisted the paper. Like
2: that, that big foot, like that, that big foot that was just sitting on the on, on the top of him. Like, what's going on? The foot is not in proportion <laughs> to his body.
0: Oh, that shit was so funny.
2: Okay, and on to the racist senator. Again, you got what you deserve because your ass shouldn't have been in this house. Okay. They told themselves the that you were going to get got. Um. But I, I'm, it's also confusing because the blood that came out of that lady's mouth looked more realistic than the blood that was coming out of the bodies.
1: Yes, Quinn. Yes. Which I didn't get.
2: And she was a whole painting. So I'm confused. Um, and you're you really out here beating me with the American flag. Oh, the symbolism. And you know that this was not too far after the Rodney King situations, um, you know, only what, three years after? And it's just still like, y'all really out here y'all still doing this 25 years later okay so yeah um those little dolls i told i think i told. I, I don't know who i told before but those little dolls like this is why this movie scared me when i was younger because i don't know about y'all's grandmas but our aunties or godmamas but every my grandma and my godmama had cabinets full of those little things like the little figurines yep. um little jesus figurines just sitting there and every time i watch this movie I would be scared to go to sleep because I thought them little things were going to hop out that cabinet and come and bite me to death.
1: Yeah, my godmother had those dolls, Clean. Um, the one that likes wool, she had a whole like glass china cabinet full of them.
2: My grandmother still has um, a pure cabinet full of them and a little cabinet.
0: <laughs> I think we have some at the crib.
2: So, like, I was scared for my life when I was younger. Um, I just knew that um, those things were going to come to life and kill me. And also, like, on the last story, I've always had a thing with, like, dead bodies, which I don't know, like, most people, I know, like, nobody really likes to see dead bodies, but I have a thing with death and bodies. um, And the way, um, like, they open those caskets and they saw themselves, it's just a a concept for me, um, because, wow. And also, two of those bodies look way more realistic than the last one. The first two looked very similar to the people, as if they had them laying in the casket. The last one looked like he was the doll. And even though I'm not as scary as I used to be, I'm probably still going to be a little scared tonight because that whole welcome to hell, when he when he did that, um, it really takes me under every time. Because <laughs> it was like, you're not. You're not whatever. You're welcome <laughs> to hell. Okay, <laughs> please go away. And watch this? I want to know how they were able, like... When they had Hakeem in a little jail cell for sensory deprivation, what was going on? Like this, how do how y'all able to y'all? You must use a lot of the budget on that because that looked way more realistic than a lot of the other things you gave me.
1: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Clint. Because I was just like, some of the images, whole nine yards. I was like, are are these actors or are these real life pictures? Y'all got the right to or videos that you got the right to and put into this film? So oh,
2: I'm with you, Queen. It was just a lot going on in that last story um, because you went from one jail cell to a smaller jail cell to a big room. Again, the imagery because, you know, you get out of jail. They told him he was going to get out. We technically did get out of jail, but you went in a whole other type of jail. It's all too much. But those are all my cons for now, Tiana. Maybe my mind will be jogging a second.
1: Alrighty. And then finally with me, um, you know, like I said, this was my first time watching this film. So the beginning was a lot for me. Like we started off with the cop situation. I was like, this is taking a lot out of me to even continue to watch this. I, I can't take too much more trauma. Um, but I'm glad I continued. And then also, I don't like this. I put I don't like David Allen Greer in this role. He was not sitting well with my spirit, and I usually like him in every role, so I just didn't appreciate having to dislike him. I also said, you know, there's just so much trauma. in this. It was good though. It was just so. It was just so much, so much bad shit happening to black people who were just trying to live their life. Also, the way the white people were throwing the n-word around, you know, I was very triggered because I know this is what happens um, on a regular. So that was very bothersome. The whole simulation situation um, in prison with Crazy K, the lady um, yelling at him, that was a lot. That was a lot. And I just feel like the whole, first of all, that simulation is reason enough why you should be anti-prison. You know what I'm saying? Because people will have you doing anything to get a little time off your sentence. And it, it was just, like, baffling me because I think about it is this is definitely what people are doing in prisons. like, I can't be proven otherwise.
2: My last thing on that, I also felt like they were trying to push um, Black on Black crime down my throat. And I was sick of it. I was sickened because I felt like you were trying to force it down my throat. And <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Like, because, sis, shut up. And there's that.
1: I'm going to have to
2: respectfully decline. Um...
1: <laughs> I feel like, you know, this is done by all black people. I think they were just, you know, doing something based off their community. You know, I, I don't want to say they were forcing black-on-black black crime because there was some real white-on-black crime as well. So I'm not going to say that, um, Dana. So not
2: the whole movie. I'm talking about, like, that specific end when they kept showing, like, hey, you did this to this brother. Um, you didn't, like, see <laughs> this brother die. Girl, wait. What? Oh, the gang violence one.
0: I did. I was like, this is very messagey. It's like very like, okay. Don't do gang stuff. Hopefully I didn't doze off on that part. <laughs> that, that's what I did earlier.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say too, one thing that this reminded me of is the fact that they were doing this experiment. They were like, hey, black man, do you want to be part of this experiment to get your your life sentence, you know, removed. And being a Tuskegee alum, we don't do experiments, okay? Tell Tell them. I forgot to add that to my cons, but I'm glad we deep dived into this particular scene because I'm just like, I don't like this. This is very Tuskegee syphilis study experiment-like thing. And, you know, even just thinking about today with the whole coronavirus. Nasty healer still you know like just I, I'm not here for it so it just was very triggering to see it yeah um yeah and my final thing was just at the end I can't remember I'm assuming this is the prison thing this is the last thing I wrote down that I don't give a fuck sequence where you just a, I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck I don't I was like what is happening here I mean, it was a lot it was a lot but That wraps up um, that section of the pod. So let's dive into our questions. I believe we have a couple
0: questions. So let's start with Maya. Okay. My question is um, just on the topic of um, scariness and it being spooky season. Are y'all into haunted houses? If so, like what's been your, or if so, whether you are or aren't, what has been your scariest experience? and anyone can jump in here.
1: So I'll go ahead and start. Um, as you all know, I do not like anything scary. I like everything to be happy and you know everything to be copacetic. Um, however, I have visited a couple of um, hunted things in my lifetime. One being when I was a younger little guppy, um, we went to a haunted hayride when we were in Florida put on by the Florida-Bavard County Fire Department. And that was the scariest shit I've ever seen in my life. I was on this little back of this truck, on a hay bed, just screaming my ass off. And I only went because I normally go trick-or-treating with my neighbors because we always have a ball. And they're like, oh, we're also gonna go to this hunted hay ride. So I'm thinking it's just going to be fun like we've done in the past. No, joke's on me. Scared to death. Couldn't sleep for like two, three days. Um, and then the most recent one, I would have to say, so I went on a hunted like pirate ship thing where I went to the medieval festival in Georgia. And I love pirates. I love everything about pirates. I love, I just love them. So I wanted to go on this thing. And I was like, oh, we can explore a pirate ship. And my fiance was like, Dana, you know, this is going to be scary, right? I was like, no, it's not. It's a pirate ship. Child, I read through that thing so fast. I was so scared. Hitting things, punching things hurt my fingers because I was punching and running and almost tripped over things. Lights weren't coming on fast enough. It was just a lot. So to answer your question, Maya, no. I do not like haunted houses, haunted things. I don't even ride the haunted mansion ride at Disney. Okay, so it's enough for me. Thank you.
0: Thank you for sharing that
1: story. Um, For me, I would say, I, you know, listening to Dana, it was just making me think about myself. I don't know if, am I a weirdo? Because apparently I will go to haunted things. Like I've done like, I have a October birthday, so every birthday party or event that I had was based around Halloween. So whether it be like going to Six Flags or like Georgia, I'm um, from Georgia, and so we were like, I guess that Atlanta area was kind of known for like their haunted houses. Like we had a couple of like some of the uh, I guess scariest haunted houses. Um, they were always like make the list or whatever, and. I would also like. I would go on those like little hayride things. Like my family would do those things. And we would drive to like a scary hayride thing, and we would all just right. I'm thinking like, and in the middle of nowhere because everybody knows you drive thirty minutes outside of Atlanta and you're in the sticks. So I, but I don't do horror films. You know, this one I didn't find that scary, but um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird, and I think about it because I I enjoy getting scared with people. Like with friends and stuff, it's fun for me to like go to a haunted house and like get scared and like almost shit myself. And I am freaked. Like I'm not. I am freaking out. I'm not somebody who's like, oh, I'm not scared. No, I mean that bitch sweating, freaking out. If need be, I will um, take that side exit if it gets a little too crazy in there. You know that that little exit sign that's always popping up. You know, just for the people who can't handle it, I will do that. Um, but I enjoy it. That probably says a lot about me but yeah i enjoy it
2: um like that actually thoroughly confuses me about tiana um no. because you won't watch the movie but you'll go into the thing that's actual whereas <laughs> i will watch the movie but you won't catch me at a hundred anything
1: <laughs> well, i bet there's some other people out there who are like me i'm not um, probably alone. not i feel, it's, it. It's, it's I feel not it. it i'm not alone <laughs>
2: The rest of them probably in prison. So, um. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) But, um, I have. (laughs) I have been to these things. So, um, when I was younger, we have the place, it's a place called like Spring Villa here in, in my area um, of Alabama. And they have a hunted hayride and a hunted house every year. And there have been times like I would go and like spend my money and um, bitch out before I even walk through the door. Um, I will be in line waiting, and they start scaring you in the line. Step out. Um, I also had uh, like a big sister from like Big Sisters Big Brothers of America. She took me to this kind of thing on the campus of Auburn University, and we had to take the side exit because I was lost and scared. The um, and then like there's this other thing in like Lagrange, Georgia called. Um, what is it um judgment journey where it's like supposed to be like portraying like the end of times from the bible with like the whole revelation like the horsemen and the um the fire and all that first off um terrifying <laughs> terrifying that that's one of the few that I've that I went all the way through because it's not like they're trying to scare you it's just like these things are scary So, like, I made it all the way through that one. And then the last thing, the last haunted house I ever went to was one put on at Tuskegee University by the architecture uh, department.
1: I was just Um, about to mention that quid. (laughs) That
2: was the last thing I went to. And my friends met the whole deal because, like, sis, did you think I was going to wait for you? Like, I'm going to leave. I'm leaving. I'm running. This
1: just made me think. So, like, the simulated rides, like, the scary rides... I'll get on them, but I will cover my eyes the whole time. I'm really crazy. It's so weird. So like, do you do the simulated rides like at park, like theme parks?
2: But at the theme parks, I can't think of like a ride that I counted as like, like horrifying. Like mummy. I love the mummy. It's one of my favorite ones. Like, it's literally one of my favorite rides.
1: Oh, I love The Mummy because the roller coaster overcomes the scariness of it. I'm here for the thrill of it all. Yeah, okay. a bitch be scared. I don't... It's very weird. I be scared, <laughs> but, like, I watch, but I just be, like, scared. But I, I think it's because, like, I know it ain't no real folks walking around. Like, I know these people in costume, even though it's scary shit. Well, I mean, in I
2: 2020. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> true.
0: <laughs> Remember those clowns? they gonna go nowhere. Bro, yeah, what the um, fuck like, was that about? <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> But the, that was the last one I went to, the one at the school, and I made it all the way through. Um, my friends, one of them fell, apparently, and they were like, "You just kept going. Yes, I did, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's for me to get out. I wow. was running so fast I almost broke my ankle because I oh, jumped okay. off the, of the field. I think I think chassis fail.
1: I was about to say, was it Chastity or Kishana? I can't remember if it was Kishana or Chastity because we all went as a group and we ran and jumped over whoever we needed to to get the hell up out of that haunted house.
2: But yeah, like, right now, because of the way 2020 is happening, I feel like I would go to a haunted thing just because I want to get out of the house. Um, But, like, these are not things that I would choose to do because, like, I don't like to be, like, actually scared like, in person, like, it, it, it takes me under.
1: You actually have me thinking I won't be going to another haunted house because people are loonies at this point and people find any kind of way to be a sicko. And you're correct. I probably won't be attending <laughs> anything else. Thanks for that, Quinn. Thanks for ruining it for me.
2: Yeah, Because right now, like, um, you know, we all know, like, well, th- the three of us, like, Dana, not really from the country, but us three, we're not from the city. So, like, we have haunted farms around here. And, like, the corn mazes. Why? What y'all do that? Y'all ain't never watched these scare movies?
0: Y'all
1: forget uh-huh. I lived in Iowa and we to no, no. corn mazes. And that was
0: no, insane.
2: Midway. Like they love it. Like we would <laughs> go through the, like it. It's like you get on this tractor, you're going through the barn, then you gotta go through the corn maze. Bitch, did hey, y'all ain't never watched none of these scary movies with the corn maze? Y'all ain't seen Jeepers mm. Creepers? Uh-uh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Jeepers Creepers is actually one of my favorite, uh, Halloween movies or haunted movies. Um, yeah, all y'all basically touched on my, um, feelings, but in a way, uh, I was waiting on your scary story.
1: If there is one, I don't know if there
0: is one. I feel like you have something in mind. Um, so, There are a couple of times like I felt very triggering when Quinn was talking about how he left the person that fell because I have fallen in um, multiple haunted houses. Actually, I think Um, one of them was the Six Flags John's Fright Fest actually um, sprained my ankle (laughs) trying to run and I fell. Um, That was when I went like, oh, man, I haven't been there that was high school, probably like sophomore, junior year. I can't remember. It was like a long ass time ago. Um, and then, like I said, Tiana used to have, like, well, like she said too, she used to go to haunted houses for her birthday. And there was this one out in Gwinnett. It was like one of the biggest ones in Georgia. I can't, what was it called? Was it Netherworld? Netherland?
1: Yes, because there was yeah. Netherworlds and 13 stories yeah. and we went to Netherworld.
0: Netherworld. Yeah. <laughs> was this big ass warehouse and like not only so while you're waiting in line it would always have like a long line but while you were waiting in line the people would be outside too like and like just bothering you while you're waiting and then I feel like one had like a chain so I don't know they had all kinds of equipment with them um that's probably the scariest one I've been to I actually um had an incident at at one of them where I like I'm not sure you know looking back maybe it was a panic attack I don't know but I like passed out in the in the um in the haunted house it was very dramatic and quite a um a scene but (laughs) quite the showcase yeah but it was a fun um I mean it's it's a fun time you know the other times that wasn't like the only time I had went but that was probably the scary scared most scared I was I guess and I haven't been to a haunted house in like yeah probably since high school (laughs) like I really was trying to think if I went to any college I think I had plans on going to some in college and like even after like while I've been out here but I never made it but um I had hay rides and stuff like that too when I was younger. So it seems like we all had the same kind of stories. Okay, good combo. That was my question.
1: All right. So my question was just in reference to the whole monster thing with the child, you know, of him being scared of that. And his was legitimate. But in this case, what were you afraid of as a child? And Maya, you can kick it off.
0: Um... I think just regular kid stuff. Like I had a nightlight for a very long time, Uh, probably longer than (laughs) most people did. We won't go into it. Um, And honestly, like, I think that that's the most like I really was afraid of the dark. Like I just would um, anytime I would have to go out to the living room or like maybe get some water or something go to the kitchen I would turn all the lights on on the way over there to like when I was a kid. Um yeah so that's mine.
1: Yeah I mean I'm with you on that one Maya because for me growing up in Florida at the time anytime anything happened that was somewhat scary I was scared. So if I went to a movies and I got scared during a movies I was scared. So, like, I remember when the first Scooby-Doo came out and those monsters, those scared me because I'm easily scared. Um, The Haunted Mansion ride, as mentioned before, with the Disney, at Disney World, before it became a movie, it was really scary, okay? I was scared. There was Alien Invasion ride at Disney. I was scared. Um, Literally anything that would get my heart going, racing, I was scared. So it wasn't like one specific thing. Like things I could do, surprisingly, even though it scared me in this particular movie was like dolls. So like Chucky dolls, I didn't have a problem with. Um, Like I actually enjoyed the Chucky movies. I thought it was actually kind of funny as a child. So that was kind of sick. Um, But overall, scary things. If it just got my heart going, I was scared. So I didn't watch the scary movies because I thought those were scary until later on in life. I realized they weren't. Um, I did not watch the scream movies because those were big when we were growing up because I was scared. But anytime I remember growing up going to slumber parties and they wanted to watch a scary movie, I was like, mm, "I'm not the girl, so let me go to the back room instead." So, yeah. What about you, Quinn?
2: Like, of course, like general things. Um, so when I was a child, I was um like deathly scared of dogs. Um and i'm not like that anymore but um i was very afraid of dogs um and also afraid of the dark when i was younger like i didn't sleep in um in like darkness i didn't start sleeping like in the dark until college like my freshman year my roommate didn't sleep with like or like tv um and he would turn the tv off and i just got used to doing it but i think it made it better because again i wasn't in the room by myself so like i wasn't as afraid, but like now I have to sleep with the dark, um, with the lights off. So, um, yeah, like I was, I was scared of the dark and dogs and all the scary movies. So like me watching scary movies now is I'm a completely different person because, um, when I was younger, I could not watch them because I had nightmares. I think it was because my imagination used to run wild anyway. I was so creative that all that would like truly scare me. So, um, now i don't think i'm afraid of as much um honestly i don't think i'm afraid of anything that's like not like a concept at this point in life um but i think i overcame all of that but yeah um the movies then it was naming yeah i was scared of those um i didn't ride roller coasters because i was scared of roller coasters i was scared of heights um
1: wait Quinn, you were you were afraid of scooby-doo too
2: um, that might be the only one that I was not scared of, but like all the, yeah. the other films, yeah, they took me there.
1: But no, um, scooby Do on Zombie Island was also scary for a cartoon. <laughs> okay, never mind. Shut up.
2: Oh, um, yeah, um, I also this is like weird, but like Big Mama's House, the first one, like um, Terrence Howard, his role was kind of scary. Okay, that man scared me.
0: No, he so wasn't I was
1: kind
2: of scary. <laughs> so I'm with you. He popped
1: like, up a little too weird for no, me. No, exactly. I ain't
2: like that. <laughs> he scared me. So I was actually scared of that part of Big Mama's house. Like every time I would have to turn my head because I was a little scared. Wow,
1: that, that was the thing that just came to your mind. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, it came
2: <laughs> to my mind because I was thinking about something else. Um, maybe somebody else has a fear. I but figure. I, I
1: figure. I figure.
2: I figure. Uh, Tiana, what, what are you scared of?
1: Um, as a child, I was really just afraid of things that were considered to be abnormal you know, so, um, I'll leave that at that, and then, also, like, I mean, I was scared of the dark for a while, like, I would somewhat keep some type of a light on, like, if my light was off in my room, then I would, like, try and keep, like, the hall light on, and then, for the most part, it would stay on, um, until I went to sleep, and then, I guess, like, a parent would come through and turn it off, but, yeah, it was stuff like that, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, Yeah, I feel like I was afraid of like the normal shit. I didn't watch scary movies, you know, still don't really. um, It's never something that caught my attention. But yeah, I mean, I was scared of the normal normal shit. Normal? Yes, the abnormal.
0: (laughs) Okay, I think that's our questions for this week. So we can go ahead and move on to classic or nah. All right. You know what? I'm going to start this week. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give this a classic. I'm going to give it a classic for Black horror and the way it captured. We don't see a lot of us to this day in the genre. And not that that's the only, you know, moniker or whatever, but... I do feel like that is important and it was a valid like it was a good plot there were the plots were there you know the acting for the most part was there it was believable and I feel like it really um you know captured black people's really fears um in a way that you know of course it it came with a message and stuff but Um, so I don't know if I would necessarily need to watch it every time I was in the mood for a scary movie, (laughs) especially given, um, the opening story, like Tiana stated, was with police brutality, which is still also prevalent. Like, um, but I did think it was a solid film. Um, Dana, what do you think?
1: So I too think it's a classic. Um, I enjoyed this film, enjoyed watching it. I'm glad I actually got to see it all the way through. Enjoyed the stories and the messages it had, even though it was some of it was shoved down our throats. Um, but yeah, I, I think it is definitely a classic to really just say, hey, you know, it has an important message. It has important people in it. And it, it's a genre that we're very light or not as well prevalent in. So I think it's a classic.
0: Thank you, Dana. Tiana
1: yeah I would say a classic you know I really I thoroughly I enjoyed this film when I was watching it, I was like oh maybe I should give horror a try But I thought about it and I was like mm, probably not because one um are there really that many black movies that are made you know that are horror films and then also are there any are there that many horror films where black people don't get killed in the first 15 minutes so I think I'm still good on the genre on the genre. But um, I did enjoy this film.
0: Wow, what a surprising take. Hmm. Okay, Quinn.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to um, round it out with a classic. Um, I'm giving it that it's not based on, like, my usual, like, I will watch it every time it comes on. But it's because, like, the genre, again, is not something that we're prevalent in. And I feel like um, like with this being one of, like, I think maybe five movies that I can think of off the top of my head that have a predominantly black black cast or even have a black lead or um co-star. Um, like this is something that we as a culture need. Cause like the only other, like other movies that come to my head are like, um, what's the one with Snoop Dogg, um, Bones. Um, so like that comes to my head. And then I think of like, I know she did um, last summer too because brandy was a co-star in that and she happened to not die so it's like the one movie where the black person didn't die but her boyfriend who was makai Fifer did die but it's like so i just have to get this in the classic because we don't have many we gotta hold close to what we do have
0: okay i agree all four of us agree love it all right any inductions this week for hall of flame anything that you felt just so strongly about in this movie That you need to induct it this week. Anyone can jump in here. Okay. It doesn't seem like we have any. Quinn? I was trying to think.
2: And I I don't think I have anything that's like so horrendous. That it deserves to go there because.
0: Yeah, I agree. I feel like everything was like, you know, you know, it's not. It was not protected from critique, you know, but I don't think anything that was just so bad that we need to roast it. Okay, let's move on to our final segment. What'd you watch? Um, (laughs) We literally just recorded like not too long ago. So I'm not sure if anyone has anything additional. Maybe we could get a Dana D girlfriends update.
1: Well, of course you can. So i'm in season four i gave y'all my rankings of girlfriend season three joan being the piss poor bottom william being the tip top person um and currently i am halfway through season four joan has gotten gotten engaged and she has gotten unengaged within an episode to brock um tony found out her man is broke um Lynn and William just got married. So, I mean, just a lot of weird shit going on. Um, currently really <laughs> enjoying all of these crazy dynamics right now. Right now, Maya's again, the only sane one in the group. Like she's just trying to live, you know, make sure she picks up Jabari. Um her
0: husband.
1: You know, just uh, her her and her ex-husband are divorced.
0: All oh, right, right, right.
1: So there's that. She, she was dating. I don't know where she's at with that. I have to. That dating was a joke. I'm just going to say. But was the her- one thing I will say about wanted- um, her. Well, I guess like, you no, know, I was talking about Tony. You know, I mean, I thought it was sick that people, that she didn't know that her husband was broke prior to their marriage. But looking at that as an adult, that is beyond sick you know yeah. what I'm saying <laughs> why were finances not discussed yeah big time mm-hmm. stuff. Not- big time I agree with y'all Um, she should have mm-hmm. known from her her mans you know just he, he just wasn't smart about it his little short self I love that they joke on each other though I think that is probably the cutest thing about their relationship but like she was like where are you are you hiding and he was like I love oh. that shit too. He was like, Oh, here I am. She was like, What are you hiding in the shoebox? I was like, Ooh, child. Tony is just overall a very interesting woman. I, I do think she's valuable to the girlfriend overall group. But yeah.
2: Um Oh, you know, um, I was telling Tiana because um I just like as a as a concept, as a person, Tony just ain't it for me. Mm-hmm. But um but then, like, it, Dana, it'll get, j- just continue watching. But I was thinking, Tony gives me what Phaedra Parks gave me for Real House of Atlanta. It's like she's there for like comedic relief and ha- she has like punchlines and things that make the show. But like without her, like without her, it's like, oh, wow. But it's still like, dang, like, you really trash.
1: <laughs> she died. She really does. Cause like I remember her and Joan was having a conversation, and Joan was like, It's not about you. She was like, Oh, I know, but I changed that. <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh, sis, I love it. Like, Tony is just somebody that you hate to love. So
2: I also just want to say, if if um, because you know she was from Fresno, if if this little boy from Opalaca ever start acting a dog. Because he don't got he don't got a little <laughs> money or think he got a little money. I need for somebody to check me real hard because they weren't checking her hard enough. Okay, totally. To <laughs> okay. Um no. and I don't know if you got into episodes like to meet her mother and her sister.
1: But- I love Jennifer Lewis. Of course <laughs> yes. I I've yes. met them. Um, because <laughs> Jennifer Lewis, her sister, that whole relationship, and her sister wasn't going to be in the wedding, and now she's oh, and you met Lewis. the brother. Okay, so question about that. Why does Maya's men always change actors? <laughs> the
0: they would be just trying to give all the black actors a chance with uh with Maya's men. Like, like Darnell. Okay. Yes, it was Darnell two
1: And then you have Ant- Antoine, he was two different people. Like I'm just like, Yeah. So oh, so y'all just can't keep people booked? Did they price go up? No, they get they get a little gig from you know. From Girlfriend, now, yeah, I'm going you know, they might get them a little long term gig on a show. You know, they gotta go get their dreams, get the
0: coin. I, I'm i happy. I was thinking, was that maybe when Lincoln Heights was coming out when uh the first Antoine got swapped out?
1: Mm. Okay, maybe. wow, he's really good the- too. He's always been an unsung to me, yeah. yeah. Who was the the unsung- first one? actor that the first
0: i can't remember his name what's his name y'all
2: i think the second one's name was like denzel gordon or was he the first one
0: i don't think that's the first one i don't know it's the one who's a dad on the on lincoln
2: heights oh yeah i do remember the the daddy the daddy Mm -hmm. that's the
1: actor his name is russell russell top tier
2: show
0: yep yep So hornsby Yeah. And okay. I actually
1: I prefer him. I prefer him to Tony's brother than the other guy, but hey.
0: Me too. Let's but I it. mean the other one, it was it was a funny episode. So it was like he Wait, was,
1: so you saw the episode already where he came to the um Oh he apartment. came to the house and he was like, No, 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 sis, no. <laughs> oh my
0: god. <laughs> oh love you girl, crazy. I don't care about mid school, I don't care about my mama. <laughs> so
1: yeah so the girlfriend's journey has continued my next show that i'm going to watch after girlfriends that i realized i've never watched was half and half
0: i don't me have too episode
1: in my repertoire for half and half. i think
0: i've had maybe one maybe half i can't remember we didn't watch it though so daniel we can watch, we watch that
1: some before. episodes but i know i haven't watched all of them i gotta watch all
2: yeah, um like i was like a upn um, you watching all back to that, yeah. Like, and half and half also came on because you know since y'all were in Georgia, y'all were an hour ahead of me. So half and half came on when I was getting out of school. So I would get home, and like the syndication of half and half was on on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also watched it when it was live because it was like all them shows were coming on on the back same back. at the same yep. time. Like girlfriends, half and half, all of us, one on one. Um, yep. everybody hates Chris. Like, all these things were on at the same time. Um, the game, when it first started. So, it was, like, I was watching all of those. But, like, I'm watching Half and Have again from the beginning. Um, I've already started. And, like, Big D on Half and Half reminds me a little bit of Tony. Um So, like, you'll get there. But she's not, like, as trash, but she trash. But, and I also just love Telma Hopkins. So, um, Telma Hopkins is also one of the people that I stand, like my um, Jennifer Lewis and my Loretta Divine and my Whoopi Goldberg. Let so, me
1: yeah. tell you, Jennifer Lewis has been a pure gem on the on girlfriends.
2: Yeah, right? loved I loved her as Tony. I
1: loved the, her as this <laughs> alcoholic mother who
2: just acted a fool. You have my stands. Dana. You should watch the Carmichael Show. Um, it's on Hulu. All the episodes. Yeah. Um, the funniest thing <laughs> I've seen <laughs> in my big lifetime. <laughs> I love yeah, that so show.
1: Like, now I'm reflecting with all these black shows making it onto all these streaming services. I guess we just did not watch as many black shows as I thought. Like, if it wasn't Martin Fresh Prince, Steve Harvey Show, um, Sister, Sister, and Smart Guy, like, I was not watching black shows on a regular. I was watching black movies.
2: Literally, like, the black shows that we're watching now came out in a whole nother, like, they were a second generation of black shows. Like, the ones you just named were on well before these even started
1: exactly exactly so I just I was like wow I just didn't watch these shows like even yeah, when I think did. of one-on-one I didn't watch that like I don't I haven't seen all the episodes of that like I remember when um Kyla Pratt's character and what, what was his name like um Netflix oh yeah. oh Darwin. Derwin thank you when she was leaving or somebody was leaving on the airplane like that's when I started really watching and she like went and got or he went and got her or whatever the case may be that's why I really started watching one-on-one but other than that I really didn't Mm -hmm. watch even one-on-one so I can't tell you what she stuck around and did as a team
0: I think half and half was the only UPN show I didn't really watch like that I watched all the other ones
2: yeah. I think right now, the only one that's not like on streaming will be all of us, which I don't know why that's not there, but um, it's it's I coming. would love to see. I'm sure it is. Them. I would love to see these and them. Here.
1: This is a WB statement, but when somebody gets Steve Harvey. It's over for you, hoes. I know I yeah. might have to take off a I day. think it's syndicated
0: now, though, like on a whole bunch of channels, like on cable,
2: it, right?
1: It's on TV One.
2: That's the only thing. Oh, okay. Long. Yeah, like, it's on TV One, and, and you have to pay extra for that.
1: It used to be on BET, and you know my bougie ass parents have it, so I watch it when I see them. But other than- yeah, because
2: right now we, I don't even have BET on my cable package. Um, I don't know why um, Viacom thought it not robbery to act like. BT was the one station that you wanted us to pay extra for because I get MTV and VH1. So yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> you just want the nigga folks to pay more money to watch the non nigga shit that you got on BT? Right. You know?
0: right.
2: And TV1, one, Radio1, one, Urban1, one, um, that whole, like, yeah, that's a big extra. But, yeah. again, we'll just have to give the people a, another, um, a couple of special episodes specifically about TV because we can do yeah. this all day.
1: I'm about to say, yeah. I will let y'all know when I'm done with girlfriends because I really I have questions that okay. I want some answers to. I feel like
0: moment. we all have questions. It probably will be
1: later. But um, yeah, so eventually I'll finish Moesha. Eventually I'll finish Smart Guy. Girlfriends has just kind of been my pastime, my happy place.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to finish Moesha. Let me be getting on my nerves. Really?
2: Honestly. So <laughs> we'll see. So I, I used to love honestly. Moesha as
0: well. But
2: honestly, it makes sense not to finish No Moesha because, like, the abrupt ending um, was so trash. Hmm. So, um, yeah, like, a lot of people just were like, it's hard to even finish because it's like, dang, why y'all did this? Y'all played us." Like, Moesha is one of them shows that just ended. Hmm. Okay.
0: Um, Yeah. Kind of girlfriends, too. So you'll kind of see that, too, Dana. I
1: heard about girlfriends as well. Yeah. Um, the other thing I watched for you ladies while I was fixing up some boxes was bad hair on
0: Hulu.
2: <laughs> so we, we, we were literally just talking about this like sad. like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Hella quick. Okay, well tell us your thoughts. Give us a quick review. Just, don't give me too much because I think I'm gonna watch it. Oh, wow. <laughs> No, I I planned on watching it, but like I said, I was gonna watch it only because, like, I was like, I got to just watch it to like to see what is going on because I have missed out on all because
1: you didn't watch Queen and Slim.
2: I but I missed out on all the other like fad movies because I didn't watch Queen and Slim. I did not watch um um A Fall from Grace. Any of the black movies that have happened during quarantine, I have not watched one of them. So um and Queenie Slim was before quarantine, I so I haven't watched any of them, so I gotta watch something.
0: No, no go you friend. Um, I've been seeing posts being like, "I want my hour and a half back." Like, it's
1: so so like I'm a recurring theme. I'm glad I was doing other things, so it wasn't a full <laughs> okay. waste. So give us your give us your thing, Dana. Like, I understand why y'all feel this the way y'all feel about Lena Waitz now. What do um, you mean? I just Elaborate <laughs> um, I, I'm glad I watched it for the cast that was in it because you know old girl from Insecure that's always Like on Issa Rae's tale In the show with her Son she was the main character I enjoyed seeing her In that like I just really Enjoyed seeing her like I'm rooting for her Um but other than That I'm, I'm, I'm Wow. I, I'm, let me look up the budget. I'm going to look up the budget because <laughs> they had money. They had time. They had things to do with this movie, but I could have did without. This was actually that. This was her counterpart, Justin Simeon. So did you watch Dear White People? I watched like maybe two episodes with my little cousin. So. Great, that's something you should watch too. Mm-hmm. I love giving you all this content to watch. Yes, yeah. Watch <laughs> Tune Which I back. mean, that's something all of us watch. We watch. We enjoy that show. Um yeah. it's not perfect, but we really like it.
0: It's really not perfect. Um there are but I do I, I like some it. great act like it's some good acting from Black yeah, like, like It is a fine is ass good. cast. Beautiful like, like, people it's, it's good men.
2: too. A couple of yeah, things it could good. have done better. I love Lionel, but um it's but man. it's still like um I also Ashley
0: Blaine Featherton
2: yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow.
0: we love her. We love seeing. Um,
2: oh boy, what's his name?
1: The cast is just gorgeous. 20, all, my, all 20, the love interests are gorgeous.
2: some good-looking black folks on this on that show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ranging, ranging from all skin tones. Okay, definitely. Um, yeah, tune in. Tune in. But, yeah, watch that, Dana. But I just, I, I feel for you because I saw Lena Waithe was acting in this film. <laughs> and you already know about her from the Westworld, so... um.
1: And these braids, it just, it wasn't sitting right with my spirit. Yeah. um, I saw that in the little, <laughs> the photo. The Bob braid. Oof. Like, it was based in 1989, <laughs> so there there's that that's why however mm-hmm. just overall it was just like why did anybody pick this up why did anybody sign the contract why did anybody go to a table reading I'm just I'm just so confused
2: well you know Lena Wade to be on her Tyler Perry so um <laughs> so it's like um
1: he, she gives up op- I will say she will give opportunities for afford- like she'll produce some stuff you know, the 40-year-old version, the boomerang. Like, she,
2: she has good things, but, but again, like, Tyler Perry, all his stuff isn't bad, you know? But it's, like, most of it is not cute, okay? But Lena has given good things. Yeah. Because, like, she's given us that.
1: Yeah, like, her record is pretty good. I'll give her that. Because she ain't did much yet, so her record is good. But Dana, yeah. so... okay. Well, I mean, I she think, hasn't done She ain't did I mean, the only I mean, thing that Queen and
0: Slim was enough for me to say. Okay, but that's right. But that's the one mark. thing.
1: Like, we have to be fair. Like, that's the one thing. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was okay, a hell well, of a thing. It was yeah, a hell of that's but, but guys, I haven't seen Queen and Slim, so this is my first. I'm riddle. sorry? Well, because you know, I wanted to see it and I never got the <laughs> opportunity to see it. So that's why I'm so looking forward to us being on this way.
2: No, Tian, I feel like you're upset because you wasted your time and me and Dana have it. And I, I don't understand why you're upset about it.
1: That film was a lot. I mean, that was a lot. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it had, it had its good moments. It's just, I'm glad I was doing other things in the midst of watching it. So, okay, yeah. That's fair. That's all I've been watching
0: all right well does anyone else have anything no me either all right let's wrap this thing up um so just so you guys know this will be our spooky season special in which we just released these two episodes and then we're going to give you another couple episodes before we go on break until january 11th so for those that are needing to catch up on some past episodes you'll have plenty of time to do so um so with that being said let's go ahead and hop on over to tiana for our pick nope let's hop over to dana for our pick for next week and then quinn can close us out
1: all right, guys, so of course, we're done with spooky season, and we're getting ready for the holidays, some good food, family, and fun, according to the cookout. That's what that is. Um, so with that being said, we are going to watch the, oh, my bad. We are going to watch <laughs> This Christmas, starring, um, I think, Loretta Devine's in it, Chris Brown's in it, so many people are in it. So it's on Netflix, so join us as we watch that.
2: All right, you guys. Um, we have come to the close of yet another episode. Um, who would have thunk? You guys, like this season has been wild. It feels like it was yesterday when we started. But, um, you guys, always stay up. Um, tend to your mental health. Make sure you're okay. Love your loved ones because you never know when they won't be there. Um, and follow us on our socials: Twitter, YSB Pod instagram young scripted black pod interact with us um let us know what you like i mean we can talk about the tv shows talk about other black things things you think we should watch things um you like about us things you don't also go and rate us on rate us and um give us comments where you subscribe to your pod so apple podcast give us a five star rating if that's what we deserve let us know what you like um again we love you guys as always See you next week.
0: Bye. These thoughts are our own and do not reflect any opinions of any organizations we may be a part of.